against all odds. Ladies and gentlemen, this is L.A. Williams, the blind master. And this weekend, we are interviewing one of the department heads at Facebook, Mr. Bob Lanham. We're a media platform. Business is by media space from us, not social space. And what I say is social is our functionality. So how does my business advertising work with search and Facebook? They can remember that radio ad and then at a later time go do a search. So what actually drove the search? Well, the radio ad did. Search captures intent. It doesn't create intent. So let's say Sean's wife, Karina, wanted to connect with more customers. You know, imagine your wife and her partner do a Facebook Live and an Instagram Live where they're demonstrating their product. This is going to be good. Ladies and gentlemen, what's happening? It's your man, L.A. Williams, the blind master. And across from me, who do I got but the one and only, Mr. Sean V. Bradley. What's happening, Sean? Yo, this is SVB, and the place to be, and the place to be is against all odds. Man, LA, I'm feeling good. Yo, you Yo. know what? I'm short and stocky, built like Rocky. You know what I mean? I'm in the best <laughs> of my life right now. Man, this TV show's about to drop. You know what I mean? Yep. They're on fire. But man, I got. I want to talk to you about something, LA. Is social media, man. My social media account game is off the meat rack. My DMs are blowing up. And uh, I mean, everything from Facebook, you know how we have this huge Facebook group, right? Um, and our car salesmen, uh, we just broke t- uh, 20,400 highly interactive members. We That's are crazy. now crushing on our house. Mm-hmm. I mean, my Instagram game is tight. I think I'm at 40,000 uh, Instagram followers. You right. know what, man? I got to get my WhatsApp on. You know anything about WhatsApp? <laughs> I do, but see, I, for me, it's a whole bunch of chats, right? So people just be dropping me all kind of chats and everything. I'm in chats with, you know, clients, with uh, friends. It's just wild. But, you no, know, WhatsApp is popping. But, no, when you talk about Instagram, like, first of all, folks got to go to our Against All Odds radio show Instagram, and uh, they should send us some messages, right? Because we, we, we really want to know what you guys are getting on. And the cool thing about social media is it can be a back-and-forth conversation. So, Hit us up on Instagram. I say it all the time. And it's Yo, listen, social, social media is the number one form of communication on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to make money, if you want to keep it, if you want to flip it, you need to get your social media game up. So yeah. I'm like, you, know what? you know what I love about having this radio show is that we know the best of the best in, in the world. Let, who can we get to talk about social media today? Come on, hit the roller decks, baby. Hit the roller oh, decks. Hey, don't you got Bob's number from Facebook, Bob Lanham? Oh, yes, yes. Bob, I think he's the head of automotive retail yeah. you know for like uh hundreds of billions of dollars in the automotive industry let's get bob all right so call him real quick like we're gonna go to break call him real quick and then we'll get him on the show hey let's i'm telling y'all y'all in for a treat this is the against all odds radio show we'll be right back 
Did you know that Car.com is a website to connect consumers like you, me, our parents, basically everybody to local car dealers? Car.com helps us find that perfect vehicle. From new vehicles to certified pre-owned, Car.com will help you find the best vehicle match. Car.com practically started the online car shopping experience. Peace of mind and finding your perfect vehicle, it's what they do. Car.com, we do the research, you do the driving. Get started getting that peace of mind today at Car.com. It's the Against All Eyes Radio Show. Against All Eyes Radio You should show. check out our website. Or find us on Facebook. Or Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We even got a YouTube channel. You know, I like radio shows like this because you get all types of advice on parenting, business, just life in general. But the problem is it's in general. If you want personalized real life coaching, then go to meetwiththemaster.com and book some time on my calendar. From nothing to everything. Ladies and gentlemen, man, we are back on the Against All Odds radio show. And during the course of the break, Sean was able to make that phone call. So here live with us, we have our guy, Mr. Bob Lanham. This guy is the head of automotive retail for Facebook. Let me tell you, automotive retail is probably like hundreds of billions of dollars, if not close to a trillion. I know uh, Facebook's market cap itself is over $991 billion, right? And And there's stocks. The stocks are at the all-time high right now. It's crazy right now. Yeah, absolutely. So, listen, it's a pleasure and honor to hear from Mr. Bob Lanham. What's going on, Bob? Guys, I'm not going to lie. My energy level just went up about 100 notches. (laughs) I'm fired up. You guys are probably going to have to cool me down during this interview. (laughs) No, we like you pumped up, fired up, super excited. Let's go. (laughs) It's awesome to be here, man. I, I, I feel privileged and honored, so thank you for having me. No, Bob, listen, um, I've known you for years. We've had the opportunity to have you as an expert speaker at our Internet Sales 20 Conference in Arizona. We were just talking about. Mm -hmm. It was hot there. Yeah. (laughs) But, man, you know what? I feel like you need a bunch of, like, when you work for Facebook, like a juggernaut, like almost a trillion-dollar company, Mm -hmm. it's like almost like Ali, like the master of disaster. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's so many, like, things that you could say about, like, a, a gigantic, juggernaut company like Facebook. So first of all, kudos to you and congratulations for being part of of something that's just global like like Facebook, but then to have a position to, to be ahead of a vertical that's as profitable as automotive retail Man, kudos to you. Like, who do you know? Is somebody in your family related to Mark Zuckerberg? How did you get that done? <laughs> no, listen, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, the, the world that I live in, which is the advertising and marketing space, is actually smaller than you think. And I think we all would agree. When you get into your, your worlds, the, the, the worlds do get a little bit smaller. And, um, you know, I've, I've just had some success. I started at CarPoint, which was MS. Well, let me, let me go back real, b- before that. I sold cars down at... Toyota of Sarasota right out of school. And I was a commission only salesperson and worked my way up to an F&I manager with being an internet manager in between. So I learned the space in the 90s when digital, if you remember, was just coming out, right? AutoWeb was new. Edmunds was new. um, AutoBytel was new. So all these digital properties were new. And I was fortunate to start 
from the ground, right? And be there right when they, they launched. And fast forward to today, I spent some time at CarPoint, which Microsoft ended up buying and, and Yahoo in their automotive division. I, I got, I was fortunate to get plucked by Hulu, right? When Hulu was getting off the ground and um, long story short, I, I ended up at Facebook and they were able to utilize my background of, of automotive retail. And, and here I am. All right, I got, here's, here's the, the, the million dollar question. Do you have stock in Facebook? Well, we, we get stock when we join and then every review period, if, if we're successful in our review, we're, we're, we're given stock that vests over time. So that's False. a yes. That's a yes. <laughs> Woo, baby. I listen. So tell us right now, like, why the hell is Facebook stock soaring right now? Because I was looking, like, when you mentioned it, I was like, damn. So what's going on? Yeah, there's there's a number of reasons, right? I mean, our usage is up. That's not that's not a new metric, but I think the utilization of all of our tools are up from from messaging. I know you talked about WhatsApp, which Facebook bought a number of years ago, and and people that's how people want to talk now, right? They converse via apps. They don't want to talk over the phone anymore. I mean, who leaves voicemails anymore to, to, to listen to, right? We, we all just text or chat or so on. But, you know, we've got a number of commerce solutions coming out. You might have heard of Facebook shops or Instagram shops where marketers can advertise their products and people can, with a few clicks, purchase their products and, and have it shipped to them uh, very quickly. So we're, we're becoming that commerce platform that, that is doing uh, quite well. But most recently, you might have heard the government uh, a number of months ago was looking to try to break up Facebook in, a, in an antitrust uh, claim. And that was just dismissed two wow. days ago by court. So I Huge. think that's one of the, the reasons why you see stock up. Yeah, marketing but, but, plan, right? Marketing but, plan. <laughs> but to be clear, listen, I'm not an investment broker, nor am I, I telling you anything that that isn't been written. So um, there's probably a number of reasons. All right. Question. Have you got to meet uh, Mark Zuckerberg before? I have not. I, I've been at an all hands. So what's great about Facebook is uh, on campus. And I don't know many major organizations like Facebook that do this. And he started this when they were, you know, five employees and he has kept it to, to the number of employees we are now, but they do all hands in, in the middle of, of, of uh, our campus. And he's on stage and they set up all these chairs. They spend all day setting it up and taking it out. So I've been close, uh, but I've never been able to personally meet him or, or have a conversation with him. How many levels are there between you and like Mark? I want like, I'm yeah, like, you got a boss, you got a boss, you got a boss. How does that work? Quite a few. And I could probably look it up in our internal system. Um, <laughs> you know, quite a few, but you know, surprisingly, I, I guess I say quite a few, but maybe I miss, but not as many as you think. We are a lean organization. Um, which does help drive innovation or innovation quickly. So, yes, right. I mean, there are a few, but it's not hundreds that, that right. you would think because we do run fairly lean so that we can, you know, keep costs down, pass that on to our customers and um, be able to make decisions quicker and move faster. So I, I want to touch on something because I learned this from you in Arizona. And I don't, I don't know if we talked about this uh ever but one thing that was really crazy and this is this is like four or five years ago right is that you had said that facebook isn't a social network and it hasn't been a social network for years 
it's a mobile media marketing platform. Is that correct? Did I hear that correctly? Well, when we, when we talk about, when we talk to businesses who are looking to advertise with us, we're a media platform. Businesses buy media space from us, not social space. And what I say is social is our functionality right? It is, it is, it is all the buttons that you get the press and the tools that you use. So we are technically a social platform and how consumers use us. But as it relates to businesses who are looking to advertise with us, you have to look at us like a media platform. You have to compare us. Do I buy Facebook or TV or direct mail or, or you know, any other properties out there? You can't look at us as a separate platform because we all have the same purpose, which is to deliver eyeballs with the hopes that you create intent and awareness and then ultimately uh, a sale. It's, it's utterly fascinating. Um, it, off the top of your head, I don't know if you know the stats, but just in the United States alone, how many uh, people are on Facebook? Yeah, it's, listen, it's my number one stat. I, I have this memorized. I look at it every quarter when we update it. So we have 231 million people in the United States that are on our platforms every month. But the number that I love to give businesses especially is we have 178 million people on our platform every single day. So if you if you are looking to deliver a message, right, or tell a, a, a large number of people something, um, we're going to be probably one of your better platforms to do that because the scale that we have based off of the number of people that use our platform. Okay, so here, intellectually speaking, though, and I'm dying to get your answer on this, but let me give you the question first. When you look at Google, right, like uh, let's say Google ads, there's pros and cons with them, uh, but let's leave that part to the side. Here's the facts. People are specifically going to the Google God, metaphorically speaking, and asking it a question. They are proactively going there uh, and asking a question about a restaurant, a car, uh, a product, uh, how to solve a problem, whatever, right? Their horoscopes, the weather, they're going to Google for something. When people go to Facebook or Instagram, they're not necessarily uh, going there for a particular problem. It's more like television where it's, um, you know, you are broadcasting a message. Can you explain to a marketer why is that better or is it not better? It's just cheaper. So explain that. that, that. What's your opinion on that? Yeah, man. You're, and you're hitting one of my passion points, which is, is really educating the industry on how media works, right? And, and as anyone ever heard me present, and, and I said this uh, at your 20 group, which is, I truly believe fa Facebook plus Google is one of the best one-two punches in the industry. And, and let me explain why. Uh, we're talking about Google search at the moment, right? And, and search captures intent. It doesn't create intent, right? So what creates intent? Well, those platforms that people are on on a daily basis uh, or very often where they get to discover brands, where brands are pushing messages to them to be discovered. And we call that actually uh, discovery commerce, where brands will actively purchase advertising space on Facebook to ensure that their message gets delivered to a large amount of people. Now, you know, where the education comes in is understanding the user behavior. They're on Facebook. 
They're on Snapchat. They're on TikTok, Twitter, what, what, what TV, whatever the platform is, radio for that matter, right? They hear a radio ad. Well, well, they can't engage with radio ad right uh, with a radio ad, but they can remember that radio ad and then at a later time go do a search. So what actually drove the search? Well, the radio ad did, or Facebook did, or TV did, and the the, the sooner dealers understand or, or businesses understand that media platforms do not work in a silo. They actually worked together. And, you know, Facebook plus, plus search is, 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 is one of the best examples. In fact, I'll, I'll close with this stat. Um, a couple of years ago, we measured the impact of search when, when, when a product or service advertised with us and uh, any product or service that advertised with us, we saw an incremental so above and beyond 30% more searches for that brand or, or service when they advertised on Facebook. And what does that tell you? They, they saw the ad, they remembered the ad, they then went and did a search. That is amazing. Crazy. <laughs> I so, love that. So uh, you said uh, intent creation versus intent discovery. Pretty that, that, that's well it's capturing the intent right yeah, so yeah. search is by far the best intent platform capture. that that captures the intent but what creates the intent well it's yeah. some other platform outside of search that creates that intent so you're exactly right la that's fire so bob there's a gentleman named gary v i'm sure you heard of gary vandershuk he wrote a book several years ago well, actually many years ago now called jab 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 right hook and that was a, it was an amazing book when that came out. But one of the biggest lessons is that, and mistakes that people do is they think that all social media is the same. And what they'll do is they have a piece of content and they'll cut and paste that crap and, and, and kind of spam it to all social platforms. Can you please, I'm dying to ask you this, can you please give an explanation of Facebook and how uh, people should use it, not on a social aspect, but on a professional aspect on marketing, branding, et cetera, and then go to Instagram and then go to WhatsApp, et cetera, because I believe that they're different. So let's start with the first part. Do you agree with Gary that says that each social platform is different, has its own uh, strategy, own algorithm that you should engage instead of just spamming everything like it's the same? Absolutely. And I didn't read the book, but I have watched a number of clips and 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 conference speeches etc from from Gary V and you know he's been he's been essentially spot on for some time and and what he was saying is um you have to personalize right and personalization is the key here you have to personalize the experience based off of the behavior of each individual app. And let me give you the, the Facebook and Instagram example, okay? And, and Instagram, let's take Instagram first, right? That is very passive. It's very magazine-esque, right? We're scrolling, we're, we're, we're looking at beautiful branded-based pictures, right? There's very little text, right? It's very different than Facebook where the first thing you see is text, then a picture and a video, where Instagram, it's flipped, because the core product of Instagram is that is that image or video that's displayed. So you have to understand that, right? You you don't want to just brought Twitter is all text, 
right? For the most part, you know, I don't have the, the breadth of TikTok, TikTok and Snapchat ads, but I can tell you they have different ad formats than we do that you simply just can't repurpose. Sure, there might be a few that can be repurposed like reels. I know a lot of people do their TikTok reel and then they uh, send it, or I guess TikTok, and then they send it over to Instagram reel. But um, personalization and understanding each platform's user behavior will allow you to maximize success. And Instagram is a great example. You're going to get most likely less engagement clicks, right? On Instagram than you are on Facebook because it's just different behaviors. The platforms are set up differently. That's really helpful for me because, you know, being totally blind, I'm like, "Eh, you know, I don't really do Instagram like that. But now even deeper you explain to me why right it's because i mean i ain't scrolling and looking at the on pictures i'll give me something to read so <laughs> that's why i'm more of a facebook guy i like that Thank well ellen and, and i love that you said that because uh, i'm not sure if you're aware and i'll follow up with you afterwards but we built a solution for the blind community where our our platform will actually read to you what what the content is uh, in the platform, because we we want we want everyone to be able to use our platform to the best of our uh, of their ability. So, uh, yeah, we, we we're building solutions for for hopefully as many people as we can. Wait a minute, get me on LA. as a beta tester. I'll break it down for you. You know, there you go. <laughs> no, but Ella, can you explain to them how frustrating it is for you with different apps, and different technology, being blind? Oh my gosh, yeah. Because here's the thing: a lot of times. Um, there's the user side of it is being this, you know, discovered is being talked about by people who are sighted. And so, you know, a lot of blind people, sometimes they know how to give the, the proper feedback that's going to serve the entire community. But, you know, most times it's not, it's just a personal thing. And so, you know, when I, if I'm scrolling or something like that, and I hear image and sometimes it will say, Hey, you know, this text is what's in the image. And sometimes it will say, you know, this person or something like that, but it's, it's not quite yet reliable. And um, there, there's got to be some certain sound effects. I mean, like I said, I can break down how it can be done um, the the most seamless way. Uh, but yeah, right now it's just kind of like it's still a little jittery, right? But I know you're working on it though, so it's all good. Still love. Uh, we're, we're trying, man. I mean, it, I it, it. you know, content is king, right? On, on social media platforms and and probably you know other media platforms. But what people are posting, whether it's a Static image or, or or a video of some sort clearly is 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 the focal point of the app. So it's building that technology for the platform to recognize what's being posted, right? The purpose of it and the content, and then being able to deliver it to those people who can't see it. Yeah, absolutely. Something I just noticed is that um, I, I had somebody, he did a review video for me, and I was like really shocked about it. But what happened was even before I clicked on the video, there is there was a, a transcription right underneath it. I'm like, wait a minute, this is kind of cool. So that, I, you know, like I said, Facebook is really doing some real powerful stuff um, that I appreciate it because then when I actually was able to click on the video, I'm like, wow, that's the same thing that they just told me. So there's a lot of really cool um, just technology behind this thing. But as we continue forward, give me a sec, Sean, because I need to take us to break. And uh, when we come back, I want to have more conversation with uh, Bob just, you know, about you personally, number one, and some of the cool things, some of the things that are uh, available to us. So give us about a mm, couple minutes, and we're going to be right back on our radio show, y'all. It's Against All Odds after these messages. 
Do you have scars, stretch marks, cuts, burns? Did you just have surgery or you're about to have surgery? Well, ScarFood is a series of products and creams designed specifically to nourish and repair scars. ScarFood has helped tens of thousands of patients worldwide repair and heal their scars. Follow ScarFood LLC on Instagram or go to ScarFood.com and send us a product advice form along with photos and let our scar experts tell you exactly what you need to feed and heal those scars. From nothing to everything. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Against All Odds radio show. I got my man, Sean V. Bradley. We also have Mr. Bob Lanham, head of automotive retail at Facebook. And so just before break, we said that we were going to talk about some of Facebook's tools, some of the things that they already have going on. And guess what? We get to get a sneak peek, sneak peek into the for a preview, right? That's what I mix the two words together, whatever, right? Of some of the new stuff that Facebook's got coming. So talk to us, Bob. Tell us more. Not like, Sean, matter of fact, let me let Sean kind of frame it a little bit. Sean, ask, ask him a specific yeah, question. He's all excited and gushing. I am because, yo, you the heard tools, that, I'm hyped. You heard that Freudian slip. He's like, freak. Let me find out LA, which is. <laughs> all right. So, Bob, first of all, Facebook is a juggernaut. I mean, I'm still like floored. $991 billion company, and you're the. Billion of the automotive retail division. So with Facebook, the, like what I know about is obviously you have, you have Facebook Messenger, which is its own separate app. I get that, but it still has the word Facebook in it. You have uh, Facebook Jobs. You've got Facebook Groups. You've got Facebook Marketplace. Uh, can you tell us what other Facebook resources Facebook provides to the public? Yeah, and, th- and thanks for asking that because w- we have come a long way from just having a a first a, a Facebook profile, a personal profile that that businesses turned into like a business profile. But but then we created business pages, right? And then we've got groups, and 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 now we have all these tools that you know we 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 really want to make sure that. Uh, uh, our consumers, but but ultimately our, our business owners who advertise with us also know about. So let's talk about like Facebook Live, right? Being able to uh, click a button and next thing you know, you're syndicating whatever it is that you want to syndicate out to a to, to an audience, right? And you might've heard a, a few weeks ago, we were launching a number of audio uh, offerings, right? Uh, very similar to, to, to Clubhouse, um, you know, people ask, oh, you're building another Me Too product. And, and maybe maybe it can be looked upon like that. But we've already had that infrastructure. We've had Facebook rooms for, for, for a number of years, right? So frankly, all somebody had to do was just sort of turn off the, 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 the camera side of it because we already had the infrastructure for it. Let's, just, let's pause right there. So Facebook Live is an amazing resource to to broadcast. I do have a question because I have multiple Facebook groups and I have a lot of business pages because me and my wife, we own multiple companies. You know, there's tools like Restream uh, that basically consolidate social platforms to be able to simultaneously broadcast. Does Facebook have the ability or is it in the works to be able to simultaneously live stream across all your Facebook assets that you have yet. It, you know, there, there's a number of, of, of um, solutions coming out on, on how people utilize, you know, our platform. Like right now we don't have split, split screen capabilities. So there are third parties that, that do offer that. Um, but what, what you're going to see from us is products that, that not only consumers you can use, but businesses can use that we want influencers 
to use, right? And, and public figures to use. And, and we're going to reward them, you know, monetarily for, for using them. And they can collect tips or they can get credits from, from people for the content that they create. So, you know, live is now going to be two things. It's going to be visual, right? So via camera, and it's also going to be audio based, right? So, so you can go live similar to Clubhouse and have one big, one big conference room and, and, and people can raise their hand and ask questions, um, so on and so forth. Let's talk about that right there, the audio version, because um, I was an early adopter of Clubhouse and I built a really strong tribe. But uh, to, to you know, Facebook's uh, credit here, I have 20,400 members in my millionaire car salesman group. Is there a way where I can use, somehow you know, use uh, this this audio live thing, like this clubhouse alternative for my own group, is that going to be possible? There's going to be a number of entry points where people can go live outside of just their profile. So so look for group solutions because uh, that's kind of the point, right? You have this group, you have this this network that has same similarities or commonalities or, or, or the same purpose. You want to be able to, and, you, and by the way, you can do that today, right? We have the capability to have messenger rooms within your group um it's been visual right it's been sort of that conference call zoom s type experience um but now we're looking to 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 make it audio based and and listen this is a podcast so be be ready for our podcast solutions or 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 or, uh we are coming out with podcast solutions as well and what we're also calling wait a minute what are you doing with podcasts yeah, we're going to be, create an entire infrastructure so people can utilize our platform to create podcasts. And then, like you just asked, it will be tied into their assets that they already have existing on, on, on our platform. And then the other audio product is what we're calling sound bites, uh, where they're going to be able to create just that, a sound bites and add music and, 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 and noise and, and so on and so forth. So we're, we're, we're taking the, and again, Help me understand what sound bites is going to be for. Like, like what, what would be the purpose? Promotions would be my guess. Or, or, or think about like an Instagram reel that, that is six seconds, seven seconds, right? But it's, it's entertaining. I don't even understand Instagram reels. That's my next question. <laughs> in the future, but, so this is exciting. So the big things I heard is like Facebook live is, is str- pretty strong. But the Facebook audio, um, is it like there's some value to Clubhouse because obviously with 10 million people, however many there, uh, it dwarfs the, the audience on Facebook, but they did something right to create such a buzz. And I, I think that there is definitely value there. But to me, if, if Facebook could do something that's similar, I would spend my time back mostly on Facebook because I already have a huge audience already built in. Yeah, and so I don't have to start from scratch. And, and, and that's the key, right? You have all these assets like your group, right? Your, your profile, messaging. I mean, if you think about what, what, what is the form of communication within Clubhouse? Instagram. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so if I wanted to connect with you after I heard you speak on, on Clubhouse, I'd go to your profile and I'd click on your Instagram handle and send you a direct message. So all of that uh, obviously will be baked in. And, you know, there's been a number of rooms who, um, you know, will, will there, will, where they will have businesses present their product or, or people speak. And the challenge has been, okay, that's great. I just heard it. But man, I, 
I, I want to review the presentation again, or where's the documentation? And a lot of clubhouse rooms that are consistent have created Facebook groups tied to their clubhouse room <laughs> so people can communicate, people can share documents, so on and so forth. I, I think it's, it's hysterical to your point. And I think it'd be absurd if Facebook didn't execute on it because this, this, this very popular app clubhouse is utilizing Instagram and a lot of the influencers on clubhouse like myself, we have the morning motivations that I do. We have a Facebook group. So I love this. Okay. So uh, let's go into, since we're already talking about Facebook groups, let's just talk about this for a second. I love my Facebook group um, because it is one of my, it is the top lead generation for, for dealer synergy is this group, but I've taken four years very painstakingly to keep my group authentic. For me, what I've done is instead of being excited about just random numbers, I wanted to have, and, and Bobby, you don't know, this is vetted now. Out of 20,400 members, I am positive because we vetted and vetted and vetted that 20,000 of them are literally our core audience as dealer principals, GMs, internet managers, automotive professionals. So only 400 out of 20,400 are vendors. So because we've created such an authentic group, we have a separate group, as you know, called the Millionaire Car Salesman Admins and Moderators, which I have 80 admins and moder- I'm sorry, 80 moderators in a whole separate group that we use to back channel to be able to moderate this group. So there's a lot of time and energy and I'm honored that you had shared with me, and I'd like you to kind of say it on air. Uh, do you not use our group? Can you explain what you use our group for in your PowerPoints? Well, when you said, you said, I love my group, I was about to say, yeah, me too, because there, there's a number of reasons <laughs> for that, right? It is authentic. And, and I, uh, you know, I'm a student of this game. I, I don't pretend to be an expert or know it all. I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to, to be a part of a, a, a large company and a, and, and a division that I have such passion for. But I'm more of a student than I am an expert, right? And to be able to, to see what people are posting in your group and, and how people are commenting and reacting and supporting mostly. I mean, you, you've created what, what the term we like to use is community right? For the sole benefit to help each other out. And you've done that. And I've used your, your group as that example. I mean, you've got 20,400 people in your group with most of them active, right? And they want to contribute. They want to post what they have going on. And, and uh, you know, we've started a, a, a dealer advertising and marketing group and I think we have about 4,000 members now and it's growing, growing greatly. But, and our focus is on advertising, right, and, and executing advertising. Um, but I am often in the group learning what individual sales representatives are, are doing on our platform, what businesses are doing on our platform or not. Just learning the business and learning the, the challenges they're facing with vehicle acquisition or, or profitability on the front end versus the back. I mean, it's just, it is such a great resource for the entire industry. So kudos to you. Thank you. So let's talk about groups. For me, I've created the Millionaire Car Salesman Group. My audience are owners and managers and automotive professionals. 
Now, Facebook has separate uh, categories of groups. The one I have is a social learning group because it gives me the ability to have mentorship software. It gives me the ability to create guides, formerly known as chapters, to organize. Um, and I, I, I use it as an extension to training. What most people don't know now that it's going to be on broadcast radio that my competitors are going to know, I didn't create my group at first for um, – you know, for, for the public, I created it for my paying clients to create like almost a cyber 20 group, you know what I mean? To connect them with each other, to share best practices, to synergize. Now it's grown to the point where, um, we are generating a tremendous amount of revenue in, in sponsorships just for the group and the podcast. So can you give us some ideas, uh, besides the automotive industry, how should people, or how could people utilize Facebook groups to their, their benefit or their, their business benefit? Well, Sean, you, you, you said this already, right? You use the group now as your core, uh, lead gen source to, 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 to drive your, your, your dealer synergy business. Right. And that's what I want dealer business owners to think about of a group. It's your CRM strategy, right? It's your remarketing strategy. So I have told, you know, I'm in the auto retail space. So I've told dealers, why don't you have a customer group? Everyone that's bought from you, why don't you create a group for them and why? And, And we researched why people visit dealership Facebook profiles or or social media profiles and why people follow dealership social media profiles. And let me give you the number one reason why they follow. Remember, visit and follow are two different behaviors, but the number one reason why they follow a dealership social media profile is to stay up to date with updates of the dealership, specials, incentives, et cetera. So imagine, and you know this better than anybody being one of the top consultants in the business, that the service, the, 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 the back of the house is the number, the number one loyalty strategy for the store, right? The, was that what you said? The, <laughs> <laughs> I heard you, I heard you in the background, right? But, but how, how do you drive that retention? Right. I don't just don't think a direct mail piece is going to do it anymore. I don't think an email is going to do it anymore. But when you create this group, knowing that anytime a, po- a piece of content is posted, that person gets notified, they can then join this community that is around your store. And, and we're seeing a lot of businesses start to create groups for that CRM strategy. Let me tell you this, Bob. I don't know if you know this, but we're partnered with Cody Carter. Cody Carter right now is the number one salesperson in the world. Now, the, the, the year is not over yet, so Ali might you know, still take the crown. But in the last 90 days, and because even though today's the last day of the month, we don't have the numbers for, for June. So March, April, May, Cody sold 412 cars on the showroom floor. He made over a million dollars gross in 90 days and $300,000 in personal income in 90 days on the showroom floor. You know how he did it? We just did this on, on Clubhouse the other day. He broke it down. Groups. One of his biggest lead gen is he's a, he's a leasing beast. So he joined all the groups for Toyota. Toyota, you know, Camry. Toyota, um, you know, Corolla. Toyota, Tacoma. They, they, they have groups for these individual models. And they have groups for leasing. Uh, there's a, there's a, a group called Lease Hackers. And so... To your point, I, I, I don't think I've heard that often a suggestion to create like a 
like a sold customer group, I love it. But if you are an automotive professional or especially the damn dealership, there should be groups on particular vehicles, especially if they're like a Corvette or a Hellcat or, you know, a, a vehicle that's really desired, a Telluride, even a freaking T- Kia Telluride is selling 10 G's over sticker right now. There could be ownership groups for that. Uh, Kate Jurgensen, she's from our group. She works at Subaru. They specialize in what? In off-roading and those outbacks and things like that. And then there's the Fast and the Furious tuner cars. So creating groups for enthusiasts and for, like you said, community or for subject matter expertise. I see on Facebook all the time, there's like local, uh, you know what I see an abundance of? Flea markets and things like that and, and just yard sales. So there's a group for everything. So you can use groups in any vertical. This is not an automotive radio show, but you know we both have a lot of automotive experience. Whether you are creating your own group, which I believe, but then in addition to that, you should be joining all of the re- relevant groups for your vertical, for your potential uh, networking to, to, to develop that tribe. Now, I'm going to turn over in a second, but I want to I cue this up. My wife, 65 million views, you know, 11 major music videos, record labels don't care how good you sing or dance or shake your ass. They care. Do you have a platform? Do you have an audience that will buy your music, stream your songs, go to your concerts, and and buy your merchandise, period. It's yes or no. You're either pregnant or not pregnant. That's what determines if you've got a record deal or not. Next, I'm signed and I'm published by Wiley Publishing. They don't care. It's not the New York Times best written author. It's the New York Times best selling author. All they care about is the ability of having a platform. So would you agree that groups are one of the best ways to build an audience, a community, and platform? Absolutely. And it's, it's the best way to stay in communication with them in a consistent mm-hmm. manner. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful right there. So man, Facebook groups, man, that's, again, uh, one of the biggest things. And so I know you mentioned dealership and everything, but just re- replace the word dealership with your business, right? I know we got a huge audience of business owners, guys. Have a daggum sole customer uh, group, right? Everyone who's who bought from your place of business, right? You, you got to do that. So when we come back, man, I'm telling you, there's so many more conversations. We want to talk about, uh, I love when you said monetary, Bob, on this is against our live show right we like to talk about money so we're going to have a conversation about making money um you know all all of the financial side that that really let's this is fire y'all against all odds we will be right back did you know that car.com is a website to connect consumers like you me our parents basically everybody to local car dealers Car.com helps us find that perfect vehicle. From new vehicles to certified pre-owned, Car.com will help you find the best vehicle match. Car.com practically started the online car shopping experience. Peace of mind and finding your perfect vehicle, it's what they do. Car.com, we do the research, you do the driving. Get started getting that peace of mind today at Car.com. Do you have scars, stretch marks, cuts, burns? Did you just have surgery or you're about to have surgery? Well, ScarFood is a series of products and creams designed specifically to nourish and repair scars. ScarFood has helped tens of thousands of patients worldwide repair and heal their scars. Follow ScarFood LLC on Instagram or go to ScarFood.com and send us a product advice form along with photos and let our scar experts tell you exactly what you need to feed and heal those scars. 
You know, I like radio shows like this because you get all types of advice on parenting, business, just life in general. But the problem is it's in general. If you want personalized real life coaching, then go to meetwiththemaster.com and book some time on my calendar. From nothing to everything. Yo, Bob, let's get that money, baby. Let's talk about that money. So, man, first of all, thank you so much for your expertise and your wisdom. Uh, again, listen, I, I, I'll let the big guy Mark know that you're doing your thing right here. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate you. <laughs> so, listen, you mentioned something about Google before. I'm going to just say this, and I tell all my clients in and outside the automotive vertical that pay-per-click is good, but there's nothing better than social media paid ads because, you know, with Google, the challenge is, is that, especially in, in our core industry in automotive, you are bidding against the manufacturer, you're bidding against your competitors, and you're raising your PPC cost up. To me, what I find is I have a way higher ROI when I do social paid ads with Facebook and Instagram. Um, I have a lower, you know, pay per click, you know, cost per click than I do if I did Google. So I agree. Facebook plus Google is great. But if I had to choose first, I'm telling all my clients to go through social first. Now, with that being said, I want to just clean that up is, man, wow, this is exciting. What's some of the hot things? You said something about shopping or something like what's some of the hot things Facebook's got coming out right now or, or that's launched? Yeah, you know, the, money. The, money. you know, the, the pandemic changed a lot, right? And, and it changed the way people think. And I, I, I think there's still this nervousness maybe to, to, to go shop and uh, to go, you know, physically shop. And, and what businesses have done, and kudos to them, uh, and we've learned this from, is they created social selling. They'll, they'll go on Facebook Live or Instagram Live, right? And they'll be in their boutique or they'll be in their store and they'll literally start to present their products. They'll try on the outfits. They'll do a description of the outfit or their, or, or their, their, uh, you know, whatever they're selling. And, and, and within the social selling aspect, people can click and buy the product. Wait a minute. Let's, let's, let's build this. I want you to give me some free consulting right here. You know what I mean? On the air. So my wife has got this company called Scarfood, you know, www.scarfood.com. And uh, she's part with Linda Dunn Carter. They're on Shopify, Amazon. But I think what you just said would be awesome. So how would how would she, uh, you know, utilize this 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 resource to sell like these products that are organic, vegan based to, to help scars and stretch marks and things like that? Yeah, and, and Facebook and Shopify have you know what I think is one of the best partnerships in the business where we can integrate. Uh, you know, what, what businesses are, are creating with Shopify, which is their online store, right? And their, and their ability to check out and purchase products online. So, you know, imagine your wife and her, and her partner uh, do a Facebook Live and an Instagram Live where they're demonstrating their product. They're educating the, the, the people. Okay, this is what the product's for. Here's how you apply it. Here's why you apply it this way, so on and so forth. And at the same time, if people are like, man, I, I really could use that product. I'm going to try that product. They can click and purchase that product. So you're starting to see a lot of um, click and mortar, as we used to call them, businesses <laughs> utilizing these online tools to social sell. Is that extra yeah. cost to do that? Or is it just a feature that, that Facebook is providing? There's extra cost if you want to promote it, but Facebook Live is is a hundred percent free. Okay, no, the Facebook Live is free, but I'm saying to be able to like, how does that work? So if I do Facebook Live or Instagram Live, like, I, and I'm demoing the product, so let's just say that you know I have the scarf food product here, and I'm like, okay, see, blah blah blah. Okay, then what I say, press the button there and buy it, or wh how does that work? 
Yeah, listen, I'm going to be brutally honest with you because it's not it's not applicable for the automotive space which I live in. So I don't I don't know exactly how it's executed, but our Shopify integration and partnership allows for the connections to all happen and people to see your product offering and, and then click and buy. And listen, I, I scroll through Instagram Reels quite a bit. Uh, they're they're very entertaining. Uh, some are not, but um, oftentimes I'll get a, a, a social selling and I'm just really curious. I'm like, holy cow, this is just a new way to sell. Well, I'll see these two women selling their boutique items and I'm like, and I can, I can click and buy via Facebook shops. This is, or Instagram shop. Like this is really cool. So listen, I, I, I don't know if it's going to change. I don't know if it's going to change the game on how people shop, but it just gives these brick and mortar businesses where maybe traffic is lower because people are still, are still fearful an opportunity to sell externally. And not just that, I think it's more convenient though, instead of getting dressed up, getting gas in the car and driving to the mall or whatever it is, you know, I I think it's just about convenience and and making someone's life easier. Um, So here's my next question. Can you explain really quick, and this is the last breakdown, and then we're going to talk more about money, reels. Like, I know what a reel is, but I'll be honest with you, I never used reels because I don't really understand how to use them or the value from them. Uh, Can you explain to the rest of the people, especially my age and older, what the hell a reel is? Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's like a soundbite, right? Where it's, it's just a short clip. Uh, usually it's, 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 it's a, it's a coordination of dance is what a lot of people are creating clips on or, or, um, uh, uh, doing a, a, a quick, um, I don't even know how to explain it. Like a movie, uh, a movie clip where, where they're, they're mouthing the words that, but they have a, 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 you know, the backdrop is they're acting it out and they're funny. Some are fun. Some are entertaining. You guys will laugh at this, but I love cutting my grass. Don't ask me why, but I love cutting my grass. I love putting straight lines in it. And I get a number of reels related to cutting grass and it's, you know, about mowers and it's just people cutting it and you see these lines and they're just awesome to see. And listen, you, you can get hooked on reels just scrolling from the bottom up because they're short. I mean, they're, they're, they're five seconds, six seconds, seven seconds, and they're fun. Some are dumb, but they're fun. And, and uh, you know, reels and TikTok are, are, are very, 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 very similar, you know, when you create a TikTok. Um, but it's, it's sort of the, I don't want to call it the new story, right? We went from a feed where you scroll bottom up to sto- a story where you just click the first story and then you sit back and watch all the stories scroll, right? Now reels have, have somewhat taken it to another, another level where it's, it's, it's entertainment, it's acting, it's, 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 it's fun. All right, so let's get back to the money here. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you are an individual person, because um, there's a lot of people listening to the show that are solopreneurs or they're, they're trying to develop a fan base, you know, they're a comedian or they're a, a rapper or a singer, uh, you know, whatever. Um, I believe that social media and, and using Facebook, Instagram ads is, is a cost effective way to be able to drive traffic and audience. So let's start with the individual. What if I, here and, and put it in perspective, whether it's my daughter that's selling cars, the other one, you know, Kalina now, right? Yep. Or it's a, it's a, a rapper, singer, comedian, whatever. How would you advise somebody to get started that doesn't know very much? Like they have to get a business page or, you know, Instagram business or Facebook business page. They've got to get ad manager. Can you explain just the basic steps to get started and how would you recommend they get started? 
I mean, we, we have a number of tools. So, so, so test and learn and also be a student, right? Also start to see what others are, are doing to, 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 to these tools. There's a number of artists I have followed, very small. One's a solo artist and, and one's a, uh, I don't even know what you call it, three, three people, a quartet or whatever it's called. Um, and, and they've launched singles, right? Simply to, to their following, which has gotten hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. And next thing you know, it's on iTunes, Right. And, and I get to download it on iTunes. So um, and, and, they, and they're using reels, they're using stories, they're using their feed. Right. And um, and then we have the promotional platforms like you just mentioned, the business manager, ads manager, which en- enables you to, to take the content that you created and then put money behind it to promote it. And and What's I know the difference between Facebook's ad manager versus Facebook's business manager. Yeah, think of your business manager. Uh, I always try to explain it as as a suitcase to all of your assets and your assets being pages, your assets being ad campaigns, your assets being people, people that may may, uh, have access to your assets and you can manage who has access at what permissions, et cetera. Essentially, we have all of these platforms in place for people to control um, all of their assets and then who has access or permissions to their assets. So think of business manager as the central control system and then ads manager, just that. Ads manager is where you create the advertising campaigns on the content that that you created or the messaging that you want to create to put money behind to, 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 to promote. What's the best way for someone that wants to really master their craft for like Facebook ads, Facebook groups, Facebook, you know, shop? Do you guys have online certification, online classes? Uh, Do you have, do you have a workshop that people could fly into for Facebook and go to? So tell us what type of educational resources does someone have the option to engage in? The best resource right now is what we call Facebook blueprint, where we've got hundreds and it might even be you know in the thousands of videos uh, against all of our, our our assets right a business manager video and then actually multiple videos around business manager because there's multiple sections of it so so facebook blueprint is probably the best way to do it and after you start there and they're they're short videos how do you access that how do you access facebook blueprint? just facebook blueprint just do a search for facebook blueprint and and uh i believe it's facebookblueprint.com i probably should know that but i believe that's what it is i'm <laughs> gonna um, just do a search for facebook blueprint and and, and, and it will come up but yeah, I'll tell you where I've learned the most. And I, I think you would agree, both of you would agree here is, is I just started using them, right? I joined groups and I watched how the moderator and, and people, people uh, uh, um, you know, conversed in the group or engaged in the group. So, so join groups, you know, create a reels, create a story. It might be horrible the first time. But do it anyway, right? And, and, and learn. So the, the best way for me to learn, which I'm going to think others as well, is you just got to use the tools. You just got to figure it out. So I would say blueprint first and then just start using the tools. Well, one of the tools that sometimes we just use is the boosting thing because it just pops up and is like, hey, just spend $10 to boost this post and all of that good stuff. Is that like cool to do or should you do an ad that's a little more complicated? How, how, how people how say sh- that boosting is a waste of money. And I, yeah. I'm curious from Facebook corporate. I know that you can't say it's a waste of money because you represent <laughs> 
But another way of saying it is it would probably be more valuable to use ad manager. But I want to, I, yeah, we want to know your, your opinion on that. Boosting is, is fantastic for, you know, your, your, your quick, uh, I want to, I want this piece of content to, to, to reach X amount of people with the amount of money you put in or, or I'm new to Facebook. So I'm just going to click the boost button, kind of learn to figure out what I, what I want to do. But as you get into more complex media strategies and notice I use the term strategies, right? Where, where you want to create brand awareness and then you want to create intent and then you have a loyalty initiatives, right? As you get into to using our platform more strategically, you definitely need to then get into the business manager and ads manager because that's where you're gonna you're gonna start to to load CRM audiences and and utilizing Shopify feeds and, and automotive feeds and this feed to then promote your product. So um, I think boosting is great for for the simplistic content you want to just get out there. But as you get more sophisticated in our platform, you want to you want to use um, business manager and ads manager. That is hilarious right there, because this is just the Against All Eyes radio show, y'all, because I tried to ask the question real nice, and then Sean's like, rah, he just says it real raw, and then Bob's answer is just hilarious, y'all. I hope the business owners and stuff like that caught that, because like, if you want the simple, you know, get it done, then go ahead, spend money on boosting if you want to, but um, yeah, you probably want to uh, yeah, really get some real strategies going on, because when it's just willy-nilly, I don't know. Listen, we in the last couple of seconds, Sean. What you got to share? I just want to thank Bob, uh, you know, for your incredible insight and wisdom. This was a hell of an episode, and against all odds, um, man, is, what do you want to leave the audience with, brother? Listen, I'm appreciative for everyone that uses our platforms. Thank you for it. continue to use it and uh, make us better. Provide feedback, and, and let's create what you want to create. Absolutely. We might have a little bit more on the podcast version of y'all listen. Hey world, this is Sean V. Bradley, and if you need to buy a new or pre-owned car and want to have the best, most convenient experience ever, get full transparency, the absolute lowest price, no stress, best customer service, well, I highly recommend car.com. Do you have scars, stretch marks, cuts, burns? Did you just have surgery or you're about to have surgery? Well, ScarFood is a series of products and creams designed specifically to nourish and repair scars. ScarFood has helped tens of thousands of patients worldwide repair and heal their scars. Follow ScarFood LLC on Instagram or go to ScarFood.com and send us a product advice form along with photos and let our scar experts tell you exactly what you need to feed and heal those scars. Did you know that car.com is a website to connect consumers like you, me, our parents, basically everybody to local car dealers? Car.com helps us find that perfect vehicle. From new vehicles to certified pre-owned, Car.com will help you find the best vehicle match. Car.com practically started the online car shopping experience. Peace of mind and finding your perfect vehicle, it's what they do. Car.com, we do the research, you do the driving. Get started getting that peace of mind today at Car.com. You're listening to WORK Radio. The only place success comes before work is in the dictionary. Ladies and gentlemen, I told you that if you keep on listening, you got a little bit more in the podcasted version. So, man, this is exciting. We still have Bob Lanham here with us from Facebook Corporate, man, the head of automotive. And listen, it's not just about automotive, is it, Sean? Tell him. No, absolutely not. Before I do, L.A., 
do you know what I think? It's like Marvel. Like after like watching like Avengers and the uh-huh. end credits come on, you have like that 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 scene. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so Bob is about to bless these people with some amazing nuggets. And again, folks, look, me and my wife, we own multiple companies in and out of the automotive industry. We're gonna ask some questions that might be in a vertical that you're not in. Don't panic. Don't stop listening. What you want to do is continue listening. Just replace you know dealerships or automotive with whatever vertical you're in. So with that being said said bob i want to jump into it so you gave some good See, i like when the mic is all close to your mouth like that Sean. you sound great man i wish it could be like that. that's how i do it you know that's why i sound like i sound thank you mom all right. <laughs> so, all right so bob i think you gave some amazing feedback for karina on scar food and how to you know leverage the facebook shops and instagram shops but what i want to go into is uh, let's just go into the automotive industry for example we talked about cody carter doing the air like everybody knows who the juggernauts are on, on the sales floor ali reddas cody carters etc can you, you, even if you can't say the name, is do you know a, a, a dealer? Because you only work with the top dealerships in the, in the United States. Who is murdering, uh, utterly just maximizing the hell out of Facebook, Instagram ads? Do you have yeah, a- there's, a num- there's a number of stores. And, and, and I'll first give the credit to, to a group up in New York by the name of Mohawk Honda and Mohawk Chevrolet. You know, they started utilizing all of our tools before I even uh, heard of them. And um, they are very community-based driven. They use lives, they create stories, they create feeds, and, and they just do a phenomenal job at marrying that organic delivery with their paid delivery because they work together. I said this earlier, right? Media platforms work together. Well, even what you do within our platform works together. What you're doing organically or free will help the engagement and the success of anything that you do paid. So um, they, they do a great job. Another dealership by the name of Jones Junction um, does a great job. So there's a number of stores that you, you could review. So let's go to the Mohawk for a second. Um, are, are they like, obviously that's great that they're doing, you know, organic and they're doing paid phenomenal, but let's quantify that for a minute. Like at the end of the day, they're investing time and money do you have like an ROI? Like I told you that Cody Carter freaking sold 412 cars on the showroom floor. I told you that Bob Ruth Ford went from 25 cars to 312 cars. You know, if I was a publicly traded company like Facebook, I would be collecting these case studies. Do you have anything that you're able to share, you know, uh, net increase wise, profit wise, uh, audience wise, market share wise, something that, that we could, you know, that we could stick our teeth into? Yeah, so I, I have a number of case studies as it relates to the paid, right? So, so, so the paid is, is great. But let, but let me just talk about Mohawk and their, and their organic plus paid because this is a mindset shift, okay? This is a mindset shift from the dealer principal or the general manager that's running the store. And, and Andy, um, who's the dealer principal, um, was interviewed by Automotive News about you know, how they utilized show social paid and organically. And, you know, they asked him that question, you know, what's the ROI? And he's like, look, you, you can't always match back everything you do to a sale. But I can tell you this, when we started this to where we are today, our business is dramatically up, right? We know there's ROI there. And, and, and while there's payroll costs and other costs to, to creating the organic delivery, his role in the community is exponentially um, uh, greater than it was before that. So, so they just see it and, and, and it's hard because 
People don't walk in and say, oh, I saw that organic post uh, that you did two days ago. That's why I'm here. But they did see it, right? And maybe that's why they're there. So some of this is going to be gut. But when it comes to paid, okay, when it comes to advertising, this is where my passion, you know, really comes out and, and you'll hear it and, and see it for those of that are viewing it. But, you know, I've been challenging dealers for years, years. Our team has been challenging dealers that we believe and, and have proven that dealers could cut anywhere between 30 and 50% of their advertising and marketing spend and still sell the same amount, if not more vehicles. They just have to buy their second largest expenditure, which is advertising and marketing, better, right? More strategically. And what do I mean by that? Okay. Well, I've got a case study from a company called Fountain Forward that walk into a dealership new, they evaluated their media plan, right? Everything that they were buying. And they said, look, we're going to stop buying uh, this over here. We're going to reallocate some of it over here. But they were able to cut around $16,000 of advertising and marketing spend a month, okay? So you're talking about $160,000 a year, okay? Well, how did they do that? Well, they said, okay, think about it as a replacement strategy. If one media platform can do the exact same or better than another media platform, but that media platform is lesser cost, would you buy it? Absolutely. If I can replace a media platform with the same results or better with a platform that costs less, a hundred, well, that's what Facebook and Instagram can do. We have so much scale. I mentioned earlier, 231 million people a month, 178 million a day. You bring that locally, we're most likely going to be the largest media platform. And remember, businesses buy media space from us. We're most likely going to be one of the largest media platforms. And because of that, and we're an auction, we're able to deliver media at a very efficient cost. So we can replace other platforms for a less, lesser cost and drive greater results. So let's, let's talk about this. So in Bradley On Demand, on my platform, I have Facebook Automotive. We talked about this, uh, about rolling out a whole new version, which now that Lauren's on here, we're going to do, right? And the one thing is, let's talk about... Um, ROI and money. So I'm going to count back in. So we're, this is going to be this section. I'm going to clip for uh, actual Bradley on demand. This is how excited I am. Three, two, one. All right. So I want to talk about Facebook ROI to, to your point, uh, Bob, I think it's absolutely brilliant. NADA says still in 2021 that the average cost per sale in advertising is roughly $640 per car sold, which is incorrect because it's actually higher. And how, you, how I figure that is, what they do is they do dumb dealer math. No disrespect. They say, okay, I'm spending $64,000 a month in advertising and I sold 100 cars. Yeah, but you're not factoring in uh, your franchise, your Toyota dealership that people are buying from there. You're not factoring your lease returns. You're not factoring people that their car you know, is broken and they desperately need a car anywhere. You're not factoring that you're the local dealership, et cetera. You're not factoring friends, family, prior customers, et cetera. So in my estimate, estimation, I truly believe that it's north of $800. The true average cost per sale in advertising, I think is over $800 per car, which I think is astronomically egregious. So when you look at the 
um, you know, cost per click, cost per sale conversions, I would believe that there is very few things that are as cost effective and simultaneously transparent and verifiable, um, you know, accurate. So with that being said, my question to you is this. Let's say that I am a uh, digital marketing manager, you know, I'm a, I'm a business development manager, I'm a GM, GSM dealer principal, and I'm like, okay, I want to start investing in social media, right? So on a financial level, if I have the average budget, okay, of $60,000 a month, how much of my budget do you suggest? And now, obviously, I respect you enough not to say everything, you know what I mean? But I never would. Okay, I know you wouldn't. That's why I'm asking. I trust you and I respect your opinion. How much money should a, a responsible DP allocate towards, um, you know, social media? And, and, and let's break it down. Should there be a budget for social media HR? You know, to have a, a, a social manager, social uh, specialist, should there be H, uh, uh, you know, organic, because even though it's organic and it's technically free, there's no ad cost, but there's content creation, whether it's graphic design, it's video creation, it's blogging, it's this and that. So it, most dealers are not thinking like this, brother, you know what I mean? And then what should the pay budget be? So break it down. I have a $64,000 a month advertising budget. How much of that overall should be given towards quote unquote social media? And then how would I break that, that, that budget down subcategory between HR, organic and paid? Yeah. So I'll answer it this way because every, obviously every store has a different budget based on their market and their size. Um, but I can tell you the stores that we work with are not, do not have an $800 cost per car sold, right? They're, they're more in the $300 range. And, and how are they able to do that? Well, we're anywhere between 30 and 50% of their overall media spend. And what is that 30 and 50% able to deliver them? A lot of eyeballs through various strategies. And this is where my true passion comes out because I constantly tell dealers, you have to have a full funnel strategy from brand awareness all the way down to loyalty within, with, with, with inventory and intent-based, uh, engagement-based advertising in between. And when you run a full funnel strategy on our platform, you can do it very cost efficiently. You can reach a lot of people and the results are there because we can match it back. Well, let's talk about that for a second because, again, if the average budget is $64,000 per month, you know, if, if you're talking um, allocating twenty to thirty-two thousand dollars to Facebook paid ads, I don't disagree. I, I don't. I don't think that's a bad choice. However, I think that if you do that and you are you're 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 reallocating budget from from like radio, which sucks, you know, for advertising or for and it's funny that we're on a radio show, right? Or for television, you know. I don't think that you need to still keep the $64,000 budget. I think that you can spend less and, and make the same amount of money, if not more. So to your point, instead of spending $64,000, if we shifted 20K to 32K to social, I mean, social HR, social organic, social paid, and do it the right way, that leaves me approximately at least 32 to what, 40, you know, $4,000 that's there. I think out of that 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 rest, we could possibly put five ten thousand dollars back in the bank and not spend it. Would you agree with that? 
a thousand percent times another thousand X. And and listen, the, the, here's the takeaway because I've taken uh, 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 some heat when when I'll post a case study where this dealer is spending sixteen thousand dollars a month with us. They were able to cut you know thirty percent of their budget, and and everyone says you can't take credit for all their sales and their increase in their market share. I said, whoa, 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 hold on a second. I, I'm not necessarily taking credit, but the media mix, okay? So I'm going to bring something up that is the most important aspect that dealers have to do right now, which is understand everything they're buying. Sean, there isn't one dealer, there's a handful of dealer principles that I've run into, okay? That know line item by line on what they're buying for advertising and marketing. But let's put that in perspective, Okay. We know payroll is their largest expense, which they easily can go to their CFO and say, give me the breakdown of our payroll. Their floor plan or inventory is their second or third largest expense. While they can ring off their vehicle acquisition strategy, their recon strategy, their appraisal strategy, they, they, they can ring it off to a nutshell down to the dollar. But advertising and marketing is their second or third, right? Floor plan and, and, and switch, but they don't know what they're doing. Right. I got that, 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 so it's time to, so let's just figure out. So how do you do it at the very least? And you nailed it when you're like, I think it's $800 because they're not even taking into account all these other things, like the cost for their CRM system, which is probably 12 grand, which is used solely for advertising and marketing, right? For the most part, their costs to their website, all these costs have to be put in. There's, there's, so you're going to start hearing from me in the future talking about media mix modeling. Okay. So what is media mix modeling? It's also known as marketing mix modeling. All it is is simply documenting all of your expenses, everything you're buying, everything, and matching it back to your sales. There's your model. So as you adjust that model, you say, okay, I'm not going to buy this media platform. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to reallocate 20% of it and then pocket the rest. Here's my new model. Let's see how it prefer, performs on sales. Dealers have to start mapping out their advertising and marketing expenses. It's their second largest expense. The, the dealers that are starting to do this are the ones that are turning their, their uh, second largest expense into an investment because then they know what they should buy and not buy. Powerful stuff, man. That's crazy. <laughs> if you could do me a favor, you'd send me an email with the list of like the top, you know, Facebook, Instagram dealers like Mohawk and that. Because I want to start like researching them and I want to see what they're doing. But you're the best because you're tracking, you know, the top dealers of the group. I'd love to. And I, I've got some pretty uh, good people that are really successful with social media, too. And they might not even be on your radar. So I'd love to be able to share that information. Yeah, but, I, I would love that. So the next thing is I'm going to jump up right here. So I'm going to introduce you to Lauren. Lauren is the new dealer synergy, social media manager right there. Okay. And she's got a couple questions. She wanted to ask you just about social media. Right, Lauren, you're now in the hot seat. I'm about to say, welcome Lauren to the against all odds radio show, the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having What's going me. On, um, Thanks for having me. So currently, um, there's a lot of talk about iOS 14 and how that is going to relate to being able to both target and redirect people, um, from 
social media from um, the website Mm -hmm. to uh, actually targeting them on ads. Um, So my question for you is what will Facebook targeting look like now that iOS 14 isn't really allowing you to target Apple users? Yeah, track them. That's what it's about. (laughs) That's right. And let me give you some background on that. And and, you know, you mentioned iOS 14 and the effect on Facebook, but the iOS 14 update has an effect on every single app, social and non-social. Now, we tend to get connected with the iOS 14 update because Mark Zuckerberg and, and, and uh, uh, the Apple CEO kind of had a little banter in the press. So understandably, everyone talks about the effect on Facebook. But listen, it affects every single app you have on your phone. And for those of you listening, you've probably opened up your apps and the app has had to ask you, are we allowed to track you? Yes or no, essentially, right? So what is the effect? If someone selects, no, you're not allowed to track me, then absolutely, right? That person gets removed from the ability to to not only track to retarget, but track to give attribution, right, to, to the campaign. So, you know, we're still learning what the effect is because it was a rollout, right? So you had to wait for people to up, uh, update to iOS 14 and then the prompt, as they call it, for people to, to be allowed to track. Um, I actually posted on my LinkedIn profile, a dealer agency wrote a little recap of what they're seeing. And, you know, they, and I'll, I'll make sure I, I, they were not seeing much of an effect at the moment, um, so I, you know, it, I, I'm not trying to, to table this or, or, or pass the buck. I just don't think we know yet. I, I think we're still learning what what that changes. Really, the the the, the bigger effect was going to be Chrome blocking cookies by the end of 2022, but they just announced that they're going to you know add a year and, and they're going to wait till 2023. So there's still a lot of wait and see. Um, you know, measurements getting better, attributions getting better. But yes, ultimately, anytime someone opts in not to be tracked, they're not they're not allowed to be tracked. So there's going to be a net effect. Great question, Lauren. So what else <laughs> we got for Bob? Sure. Um, because of Dealer Synergy's um, platform style, I would consider us more of a B2B uh, type company. And usually a lot of times when Facebook comes up, it's it comes up as not a good platform to market B2B. Or for those who don't know that are listening, that means business to business. Um, would you agree with that? And then if you don't agree, what are some tips you would say uh, B2B companies could use to utilize Facebook better? Yeah, I don't agree that it's not a good B2B platform. And the tip I would use is to call Sean B. Bradley on how he use a lot of, utilizes our tool <laughs> to be the number one lead gen source for dealer synergy. I mean, you know, it, we hear it all the time. Facebook doesn't work. Facebook's value only $500. And, you know, listen, the, the ecosystem is open, right? So anybody can execute Facebook campaigns and and on behalf of, of businesses and, and start an agency and, you know, like Google, we become relying on their knowledge and their expertise of the, of the business, uh, and and it's unfortunate. So, but but it does keep keep me employed on having to educate educate the industry. But you know, our business to business offering, our business to consumer offering. Look, let's just get back to simplicity. Two hundred thirty one million people on our platform every month. One hundred seventy eight million a day. 
why do we buy advertising and marketing? We buy advertising and marketing to reach eyeballs at the most efficient cost to drive ROI. Well, if we can do that, which we are, I mean, I've got more case studies than I know what to do with, then, then um, you know, you, you just have to do it properly, right? That, that's the key. You have to do it properly. And, you know, business to business is, is, is a great platform to utilize. Uh, you know, we've got the groups, we've got the live, we've got all sorts of like, I, I'm not joking when I say, you know, join the, join the millionaire sales, you know, car salesman group, and you'll learn how, how quickly the, the B2B can work. Bob, I think that part of it though, and I want your opinion is that Facebook's not a magician, meaning that Facebook is the platform for the eyeballs, but there's a couple things that need to happen. There needs to be subject matter clarity. Somebody needs to understand how to basically create audiences, how to create campaigns, when's the best time to play the campaigns, and then the campaigns themselves, you know, the, the actual, um, the asset, you know, the, the, you know, again, if the asset sucks, if the, if the, if the video is not quality, if there's not good call to actions or, or there's a strategy to it or, or the, the graphic, I think that, again, what happens to businesses is they blame everybody. It's like car dealers blaming a third-party provider. Oh, these leads suck. No, the leads don't suck. You don't have a CRM process. You don't have the right people. You don't have the right amount of people. You have no accountability. It's not the leads. And I think it's the same thing. Facebook is not responsible for you know the ultimate success of people buy your product. Facebook is there to provide the audience what you do with that audience, how you engage them, the quality of your content, the tenacity of your follow-up, et cetera, are going to be um, you know, aspects of the success or lack thereof. Would you agree with that? I couldn't agree with you more. And I loved your example. I mean, it, we're, we're dealing with it now with messaging, right? Which is the new lead or, or, or the new, you know, entry point into a store uh, or potential purchase. And, you know, the, the reality is messaging for many isn't handled incorrectly, but who do they blame? Ah, Facebook messaging doesn't work. And it's like, how does it not work? Right? We have millions and millions and millions and millions of people using it every single day, sending millions of messages every single day. It's how they want to communicate. Obviously, something's broken. And Sean, you know, we didn't talk about this earlier and I wanted to, but you nailed it, right? I always think of advertising and marketing as the front end, right? We're going to introduce the business. We're going to introduce the product, right? We're going to introduce the experience. We're going to introduce, introduce uh, you know, everything as it relates to what you're looking to do. But then there's the, the in-business process, right, that has to follow the front end, right? And if the front end and the back end are not working together, you know, are not synergizing correctly, then it just, it just it, it falls apart. And, and we often get blamed for poor leads and poor that when in reality it's a poor process. All right, I've got one last question for you, and I'll let my, my co-host Ernest check, you know, and you can ask a question when I'm done. Is that... <laughs> Is this this is a question for not only dealer synergy but for my clients? Because remember, in the previous question, I asked you the budget. You gave me a great answer, and I and I was very transparent with you. I said I really believe, and we've talked about this offline, you know, before that we don't. I don't think that you need an ad agency to charge a ridiculous amount of money, especially if you're already a multi-million dollar or sometimes multi-billion-dollar dealer group. You know, if you have a social media specialist, a social media rep, a social media manager at your organization, you could inflict heavy damage in a good way. I mean, you could you could be very successful. So here's the question, and I'm going to count into this because this is going to be on Bradley Demand. Three, two, one. Okay, I want to talk about a social media rep. 
specifically somebody that whether it's a dealership or it's dealer synergy or a dealer group, if they're going to hire a full-time specialist like Lauren over here to work at the dealership, step one is what do you recommend their job description could be? And then I'll tell you what, what hers is, but I want to hear from you. If somebody has a business, has a social media full-time person working 40 hours a week, what should their job description be? Well, well, first of all, if, if a store has this person, this person has become, and I said this uh, a couple of months ago, almost as important as the service director and the general manager, right? Because if you think about it, they're responsible for reaching the largest population in the world or in the country uh, with strategic messaging to ultimately drive a sale, right? And and there's costs to that. So, cost to it. So the better they do it, the better the ROI is. And, and you know, I'd almost up level a little bit, Sean, and, and instead of focusing on a social media manager, which, listen, the bigger the store, you need one, maybe a media manager, right? One that understands the media space, you know, the purpose of direct mail, the purpose of radio, how platforms work together. They understand the mix, the media mix, right? And and how that media mix is driving ROI for the store versus all of the individual different products. Because again, it all works together. It doesn't work in a silo. But to answer your question, you know, the, the organic side, the content creation that is community-based or brand-based for the store is, is, is extremely important. And then understanding how our platforms work, the individual tools, but not necessarily uh, when, when you go to execute uh, advertising strategies, it's not about the product it's about the strategy. Products fulfill strategies, right? You don't buy products. You don't say, oh, I'm going to buy this, this, this new catalog feed-based ad. No, you say to yourself, I'm buying a intent-based strategy. I have an intent-based strategy that is VIN-specific. What products will help drive intent that I'm looking to do. Oh, that's Facebook automotive inventory ads, which is VIN based and catalog based, et cetera. But that fulfills a strategy, right? And you have to have a full funnel strategy, brand, intent, and, and retention or loyalty. Now, to your point, I don't disagree that, you know, a media manager might be great or, or better, but to me, that's a higher level person because it's multiple verticals. I'm talking about, I think it would be a coup if we're able to get dealerships to see freaking value in social media and start with somebody that's there because you could get somebody that is, I don't want to say frontline person, but somebody that's, again, fresh out of college that's super smart, that's super motivated, that is willing to help build something. You know what I mean? So again, I got somebody like that right here, Lauren, on our team. This woman is freaking amazing. She's got a, a degree in advertising. She's, uh, she can do video. She's got experience and expertise in, in Adobe, in, in uh, Premiere, in After Effects. She could do graphic designs, but her passion is social media. So taking someone like that, whether it's for dealer synergy or if she worked at a dealership as a dealership employee, I would say that, you know, just first of all, making sure that Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, um, Facebook Messenger, Insta, uh, WhatsApp, they have those platforms. 
they have them set up the right way because you know this dealerships have the their profiles all jacked up they don't have the right you know graphics and branding sometimes they don't have all the features the uh instant you know uh, reply messages the whatever api set up so just getting those things set up correctly and then i would say is understanding i love what you said understanding the different tools especially for a dealership understanding facebook marketplace understanding facebook jobs HR is a disaster with dealerships. There's a 70 to 80% attrition ratio at the bubonic level. You know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a pandemic out there for, for, for staffing. So just being able to have somebody that can liaison with uh, the, the sales managers, the inventory managers through uh, marketplace, they can liaison with the HR or sales managers for a recruiting side of things. Then to your point on a marketing, advertising, branding, they could start to develop communities for business development and or customer retention. Uh, I love what you said before. There's Facebook blueprint for all verticals, but there's specifically which your team created Facebook blueprint for automotive dealerships. Am I correct? We have a playbook. That's a, that's absolutely right. Yeah. Okay, so then, um, and I think what's also crazy is just answering these people back because here's the thing that drives me crazy: these OEMs. Let me let me get started right now. This is a podcast. <laughs> oh no, don't get too started now. I can we- say shit on the podcast. I can't say it on the air, but this shit drives me crazy, Bob. Is that these OEMs? You know, recommend and force because of co-op or whatever Illuminati rules. They they force these dealers to get these agencies that suck. And what happens is they think that these agencies are following up with all the messages. There's nothing worse, in my opinion, than a customer or a prospect or both reaching out to you on social media and you don't ever get back to them or you don't get back to them consistently or you don't get back to them in a timely fashion. Do you agree or disagree with that? I absolutely agree. And, and what I love about, you know, the role you created with Lauren, right, who, who understands the product and the features and how they work, as she grows in the business and understands the auto space and, and, and the different strategies that are deployed to drive, whether it's a sale or a service visit or, or an appraisal visit and all of the different, you know, attributes of, of the sale, she's going to be able to take that knowledge of the product, right? And understand how those products fulfill that strategy. And, and like I said, I mean, you know, when, when you're reaching the scale that social media platforms can reach, um, you have to have an, an expertise, you know, an expert that is monitor, monitoring that. And I literally said this on a podcast a couple of months ago that, you know, a, a social media manager or a media manager is just as important as a general manager or a service director. You know what? Everybody probably poofed you like this dude's crazy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> and I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying is that it's the delusion you know, that, that the, they don't understand the, the, the pure power. If you don't think about it, I've heard this before, but it's so true. Social media has topped governments. It's, it's, it's gotten evil dictators literally kicked out of office and killed. You know what I mean? It has gotten major people elected. Social media is the number, form, number one form of communication on planet Earth. And if dealerships, uh, you know what's... Oh my God, this shit drives me even more crazy than the freaking OEMs shoving stuff together. When I go into dealerships and they block social media, 
Wow. They block Facebook. They block Instagram because, yeah, we can't trust our employees to put, or they yell at their salespeople if the salespeople try to post on their own personal time, hey, I sell cars and things like that. There's, there's dealerships that have social exclusion policies. What do you say to these Neanderthals in general? Last Not- thing, last thing, y'all. Be prepared to get bought. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's 2021. I, I, I don't understand it. And that's, that's truly what I would say is it, it, social media is, is, is truly the, 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 the largest media platforms out there with the largest scale. I don't know why you would ever do that. All right, that is huge. Phenomenal stuff, man. So let's, this is how I earn my check by shutting shit down. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you can't tell Sean I got a meeting at 12 because he's going to be like, oh, well, you got till 1201. You know what I'm saying? I got to change uh, setups and everything like that. We got this whole radio show set up. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been absolutely phenomenal. I, I, I'm like, dang, I, I, I called on Bob. I had Sean call up Bob, and uh, this is what I got. You know what I'm saying? So I got I to gotta take responsibility because Bob is a, a plethora, uh, a myriad of just tons and tons of information so thank you so much Bob, Bob for being on um, Lauren you are a phenomenal guest host man you, you man, you gonna say that you hosted a daggum radio show in our nation's capital this is absolutely phenomenal so thanks so much to uh, to Lauren thank you Sean thank you uh, the DC area the whole DMV area you guys are absolutely the bomb for uh, kind of hanging out with us for this little bit of time we appreciate everybody and we will check y'all out next week or on our our next podcast just listen just, just go ahead and binge listen right and then share them with all your friends i thought you had to go man damn just get off the air <laughs> the against all odds radio show comes to you every week from the city of brotherly love philadelphia pennsylvania if you have a question about the show or would like the chance to become a guest and share your success story we would love to talk to you you can reach us directly at 856-546-2440 or email us at against all odds radio show at gmail.com. This program is a presentation of Synergy Records, streaming live coast to coast and downloadable everywhere podcasts are found. The Against All Odds Radio Show is produced by Sean V. Bradley, CSP, production and engineering by L.A. Williams. The Against All Odds Radio Show is hosted every week by L.A. Williams and the millionaire car salesman himself, Mr. Sean V. Bradley, CSP. Plus, don't forget Sean's best-selling book, Win the Game of Googleopoly, is available right now on Amazon. Thanks for listening to the Against All Odds Radio Show, and remember, where I come from, money provides options. The Against All Odds Radio Show is sponsored in part by Scarfood, Car.com, and Dealer Synergy.